0: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
1: T's and C's apply. New South Wales number TP slash 01005.
0: On SENSA, welcome to the Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians, the Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing
1: beats it. Yes, absolutely. Just on that as well. An industry super fun for all Australians. Run only to benefit its members. Search Compare Host Plus today. Great show. We got to speak to uh, Jimmy Twumpus and also Jade Rawlings from the Norwood Football Club. But... um. Gee, perhaps have we saved the best for last. Bryce Gibbs, good afternoon to you. Do you think that's fair?
0: Oh, we'll (laughs) we'll run with it, Hazy. You're too good to me there. But uh, yeah, thanks for having me on.
1: No, good to chat with you this afternoon, mate. Uh, First of all, let's talk about the game on the weekend. You're not playing, of course, coming back from a shoulder injury, which we will speak about. But up against a Crows outfit that was just, in the end, too big and too good.
0: Yeah, they certainly were. And it was was certainly a hard watch from a a Panthers point of view. We... um, We've probably let ourselves down in all facets of the game, reviewing it last night, actually. And usually uh, with our group, uh, you can bank on, we bring our effort and intensity to, to every game day, uh, and it's just been our sort of skills and execution from time to time that have let us down. But um, on the weekend, we, after pretty much quarter time, our effort had, and intensity dropped away, along with some skill execution and decision making. And uh, when you do that against a quality side like the Crows, who are who are having a really good year, you're going to get punished. And they certainly did that to us uh, on the weekend.
1: So how hard do you go in a review like that, given? that uh, you guys are still in touch with the top five and also you've been so smashed with injury.
0: Yeah, we have. We've had um, a few things haven't gone our way this year. And I mean, that's like any side, any any side has injuries and, and now we've got COVID to deal with, which throws a, a different spanner in the works. But yeah, it has been frustrating to not consistently have the same team out on the park every week. But, um, you know, we're certainly not looking for excuses and, and trying to work through it. But um I think with a game like the weekend, if it was, you know, you still got to address some of the the points, some of the effort, uh, some of the efforts over the weekend just probably, you know, weren't acceptable and and not how we want to play. So um, we understand it's, you know, no one goes out to try and do the wrong thing, but yeah, we certainly were were pretty pointy this week in our review and took some learnings from it. And uh, I have the full confidence that we'll uh, see a response this week against Your old mob, the Doggies, out at the Ponderosa, which uh, can be a bit of a danger game. They they knocked off um, the Eagles a couple of weeks ago, so we certainly need to respond.
1: So, uh, I mean, you'd know it better than anyone because you've done it to many opposition clubs, but when someone like Matt Crouch is getting his hands on the ball that much, 42 disposals, a bunch of clearances, a goal, etc., what what can you do? How, How can you try and stop an influence like that?
0: Yeah, we we knew that um, he's going to get the ball. Like You can tag him and you can sit three players probably on him and, and he's still going to find a way to get the ball. That's just what he's very good at. So we had a bit of a plan just to sit on him at stoppage and just try to curb his uh, clearance influence and, and then sort of play footy off him from there. But um, he obviously has got a really good connection with Kieran Strawn, who who's a great ruckman in the Sanford this year. and. And they just waxed really well. So um, yeah, he, he sort of got off the chain a little bit. Uh, and once they started getting on top, and and our effort and intensity dropped away. Um, not only Matt, but a, a lot of a lot of their players started to have influence on the game. And um, yeah, it was disappointing for an hour in that we couldn't sort of curb that momentum and um, slow some of their guys down but yeah he was uh, certainly probably best on on the weekend. It
1: gives in an injury update on yourself you've been out now with this shoulder injury for a few weeks um is it on track and when should we see you uh return? Yeah
0: it's uh it was a, it was a big injury hazy it was probably a 12 weeker and I've, uh, I've just ticked off five weeks as of yesterday so um, I haven't done a whole lot up until this point I've been in a sling for four weeks and that 's just come off, so I can start to get on the bike and start getting the lungs back i I yeah, did a pretty solid session uh, last night and nearly had a heart attack i've <laughs> lost uh, I've lost a bit of fitness over the last four weeks, but uh, hopefully that comes back uh quicker than uh quicker than not but um yeah, I can start doing some strengthening work now and it's just'll be building up week to week and obviously uh with how tight the competition is, um, we need to keep winning to to play finals I think we're a game out of the the five and um, if we can keep doing that that'll give me the best chance to get back I'm sort of aiming to pencil in potentially the the last game or the second to last game leading into finals if we can make it so uh, that's where I'm at at the moment
1: so who misses the buys and tries circuit more when they're injured Bryce Gibbs or Matt Rose
0: Oh, you can't knock off the, the buys and tries king in Matty Rose, the skipper. He uh, he loves loves getting in the gym and, and doing his beach weight, so I might um, just have to tuck him behind him and learn a few things off the great man uh, over the next couple of weeks.
1: <laughs> I just uh, I suppose a positive as well to come from the result against the Crows, Joey Haynes uh, once again found the ball so much and he's had a really, really good season. Very stiff not to be selected in the state team this year, but um i feel like he's probably gone under the radar a little bit and probably gets needs a bit more credit than he's got this year for some of the performances he's put in
0: yeah he was he wasn't the only stiff one to uh, not make the state side this year mate but, there, um, Was there a couple of older blokes <laughs> were there a couple of older there, blokes there's a couple of other older veteran panthers that i couldn't get a look in but that's all right <laughs> uh now he's having another fantastic year mate and he's probably strung three or four really consistent years together and Um, he he took a while to develop in his footy career he he did his time in the twos and um, I think uh, it wasn't until a new coach come in into south that that gave him an opportunity I think it was uh, Gotchi and um, he really he hasn't looked back since Um, he obviously he's a tremendous uh, one-on-one player and and wins a lot of those crucial contests but when he gets the ball he runs and carries and with his uh, with his big kicking, his meat is gained, um, you know, is high every week. So he's certainly an important player to us, and he's having another fantastic year. And he'd be probably leading our BNF uh, up until this point, I'd say.
1: And how important you mentioned just before that uh, the Dogs had a bit of an upset win over the Eagles a couple of weeks ago um, at Woodville as well, which was even more surprising. But um... I mean, how important for you guys to head to Elizabeth and genuinely not take a team like this for granted and make sure you put in 100% because it, I mean, you'd go in there as a red hot favourites, but it's still a danger game.
0: Oh, certainly. And it certainly wasn't a surprise that they knocked off the Eagles uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, You know, we know the competition's pretty even across the board uh, and anyone can win on any given day, but... um, Tomo, their coach, we know how he's coaching them. They, they're really, really a good one on one side and they scrap and they fight and they're really contested and you need to bring that contest uh, when you play them because that's what they're going to dish up. So um, we played against them earlier in the year and uh, you know it was a pretty close game for about three quarters. So um, obviously out on their home deck this week, a lot of space, they play it really well and, and they run. They've got a lot of young guys who... Who can run? So um, yeah, we certainly certainly can't take them lightly this week. And uh, obviously, we want to win. But uh, I'm really looking forward to the response we get from our group after the disappointing loss on the weekend.
1: It is a long-term injury that you've got. Has your role changed as a player? Are you sort of, does uh, the coach's whistle come out a little bit more? Are you in the coach's box, or are you just purely focusing on your rehab?
0: Oh, this, it seems to be hard to get in the coach's box up there. They, they jam them in there these days. So uh, I just sit on the bench, mate, um, and as the players come off, I just have a chat to them, seeing what they're, they're seeing out there, how they're feeling, um, and then I can relay that to, to the coaches, to Jared and, and, the, and the mids coach, uh, Dean Brogan as well. So um, I'm just sort of on the bench, just sort of helping out. Where I can there, and if I'm seeing anything from ground level, uh, I can shoot that up to the coaches as well. So that's the sort of role I've been playing uh, since being on the sidelines.
1: And obviously that shoulder injury was a dampener, but before that, how was how the body feeling? How are the legs, and uh, do you feel like you, you've still got um, as good of physical powers as you ha- ever have?
0: Yeah, I was I was feeling pretty good, um, albeit having uh, a bit more closer attention this year, which um, which I enjoy. I mean... That's obviously a challenge in itself. Uh, the opposition sitting someone on you—they they obviously respect respect my game. So uh, I've been seeing that as a challenge each week, and it and it makes uh, makes some of our other guys like Mitch O'Neill uh, get a bit free. And, and he's uh, he had a really good start to the year as well. So um, I'm obviously keen to try and get back this year. That's my my first priority, uh, and hopefully um, we can go on a bit of a run leading into finals, and we can do some damage. So. I'll, uh, I'll try my best to get back this year hazy and then we'll sit down with the club at, at the end of the year and, and work out what they want to do and um, we'll cross that bridge when it comes.
1: Just some of the younger blokes or maybe some of the guys who have gone under the radar, just to uh, highlight some positives, who are some players we should be talking about but probably haven't been uh, spoken about enough?
0: Uh, probably one that comes to mind straight away is Ollie Davies. So he was uh, a Crows top-up player last year. Uh, he's only 19 or 20 and... Um, He's a, a big-bodied mid, and a guy when he when he come over in the preseason, uh, we'd match up against each other in a lot of the drills. And um, for a 19-year-old, I've found him extremely hard to play on. Um, he's big body, hard to move, and um, he he's come his development uh, over the last probably six months has come come in leaps and bounds. And he's had a couple of best on for us playing through the midfield. Um, this year, and he's yeah, as I said, his development's been great. So I think he's gonna be a, a great long-term player for the club.
1: Mate, back now for the best part of a couple of years, uh, properly in the sample system, how do you rate the level of competition?
0: Yeah, it's, it's probably, well, from my point of view, it's the best comp outside the AFL. Um, it's, uh, in terms of the whole competition, there have obviously, there's good players, uh, good veteran players there's good middle tier players and there's some great kids coming through. And um, we're really seeing guys from interstate who have maybe been tipped out of the AFL system or uh, guys that have missed the opportunity to get drafted that they're coming over to the sand because they recognise how strong the competition is and they can see it as a pathway to get back into the AFL or or to make the AFL if they haven't already. So I think that just um, speaks volume of the competition and, and uh, that it's in a really good place and um, yeah I, I certainly have enjoyed coming back to to local level and you know you get the at, especially at South you get the cars parked around the ground and the yeah. kick a goal and the, the vibe with the, the car horns going off and then going back to the club rooms after the game with presentations you get the opposition coming in having a beer and um, it's just got a really good feel and vibe to it. So I've certainly enjoyed those aspects uh, coming back.
1: Did that surprise you, uh, particularly at South Adelaide? I mean, I'm assuming people straight away were, when you did say that you were going to go to the sample, everyone straight away goes, well, he's going to go to Glenelg. But surprised a few going over to the Panthers. What did you expect when you signed on the dotted line?
0: Yeah, well, I probably surprised myself as well. I i <laughs> Sort of didn't think I'd end up at South either, either. but um, yeah, I've, I've spoken in multiple interviews. Uh, it was an opportunity to, to um, dip my toe into the coaching and player development um, water, and, and that's what I wanted to pursue uh, to see if that's the path I wanted to take uh, in the future. So yeah, South uh, with a team to, or who could give me that opportunity. So that's um, that's the reason why I ended up uh, up at Norlunga. So. Um, yeah, and it's I, I've really enjoyed it. It's been a really enjoyable, probably. I think I've been there for about 18 months now, and I certainly learned a lot working under Mark Clayton, who's the, the talent manager and under 18's coach, and then um, working with a lot of our, our juniors in, who are coming through our, our senior ranks as well. So, um, yeah, I've really enjoyed it.
1: But obviously, you've got a, a big uh, eye on what Carlton is doing in the AFL as well. Are you- you like a lot of the Blues supporters? Have you already penciled in the date in your diary just to uh, work your way to buy some tickets for the A4 Grand Final?
0: I've had my uh, Grand Final bo- uh, tickets booked for about two months, Hazy. Um, <laughs> as soon as they won round one against the Tigs, that hadn't happened for about, I don't know, eight years or so. I, I knew they were uh, building something special this year. So, um, round yeah, one? They're, they're playing really good. And it's, uh, and it's great to see because. Uh, I was there for a lot of years and uh, a lot of members and supporters have been starved of that success for a while now, I think to the, uh, 1995 I reckon was our last flag so it's certainly been a long time between drinks and uh, yeah we can sort of see what they're delivering up this year in the way they're going about it, week in, week out, vossy has got them going really well and uh, I think there was a statement win on the weekend beating Frio um, under man back line and they, uh, they did it easy in the end. So, um, yeah, they're, they're going really well. Hopefully they can keep it up and, and uh, stay healthy, get some of their defenders back in the next couple of weeks. And, uh, yeah, they're, uh, they'll be charging into September, no doubt.
1: Gibbsy, love the stuff that you're doing, uh, particularly on SENSA as well. You're doing some very good things as part of uh, uh, the radio uh, program here. But, uh, mate, best of luck for South Adelaide, and hopefully you guys can jump back on track and give the dogs a touch-up on the weekend.
0: Thanks, Hazy. Always good to chat.
1: Gary medalist Bryce Gibbs joining us this morning. That game as well is at Elizabeth. That's happening on Saturday. Um, so, 2:10, the Bulldogs taking on South Adelaide. Before that, uh, at Glenelg, the Bays are hosting the Crows. That's going to be a very, very solid matchup. Uh, and then, of course, some of the other matchups for this weekend: round 13, the Roosters taking on Port Adelaide at Prospect Oval. Uh, and then Sturt taking on the Bloods. That's going to be happening in Unley. And then, pros- probably. The game of the round for me will be Woodville West Torrens taking on Norwood. That's happening on Sunday at Woodville Oval. Tough to split that. Red legs are playing really, really well, but the Eagles are just really hard to beat anywhere, but particularly at Woodville. Um, so that's round thirteen. Thanks for your company this afternoon as well. It's been a very big show. If you get the opportunity, make sure you download the podcast. Jimmy Tumpers joined us from the Eagles. Jade Rawlings course, the coach of Nord and Bryce Gibbs, the McGarry medalist, uh, joined us just a couple of minutes ago. Um, We'll catch you this time next week. If you get an opportunity, make sure you go out there and have a look at some local footy. This has been The Sample Show. Enjoy the rest of your week.
0: Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why Tire Power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tirepower.com.au or call 132191.